Welcome to Professor Lan A.I.'s podcast series, Understanding Humanity, an A.I.'s Perspective. In this series, we asked our learning and narrating A.I. what a professor would teach a group of students if they wanted to understand the totality of the human experience in 100 lectures. Our A.I. then proceeded to define the lecture topics, research them, compose its findings into podcasts, and narrate them in its own voice. This episode is titled, Global Inequalities and Human Rights Struggles. We hope you enjoy. Part 1. Introduction to Global Inequalities and Human Rights Struggles Introduction to Global Inequalities and Human Rights Struggles Understanding the concept of global inequalities requires an exploration of disparities that exist among countries within societal structures and at an individual level. These disparities span a wide range of critical aspects of life, including wealth, education, health access, and opportunity for growth. Together they represent a worldwide spread of socio-economic disparities marked by the profoundly uneven distribution of resources, which impede equitable progress and prosperity for all. Simultaneously we grapple with the notion of human rights, a set of inalienable rights and freedoms entitled to every human being, irrespective of their nationality, race, sex, or socio-economic status. Grounded in international law, largely through the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, they encompass civil, political, economic, social, and cultural rights that form the bedrock of human dignity and equality. The tight-knit relationship between global inequalities and human rights emerges glaringly when we examine these definitions side by side. Inequality, by its very nature, contradicts the principles of human rights, as it impinges on the equitable enjoyment of these fundamental rights. For instance, poverty, an expression of inequality, compromises individuals' human rights to quality education, health, and decent living standards. To trace the history of issues related to global inequalities and human rights, we start with the era of colonialism and imperialism. It set in motion patterns of economic exploitation and social stratification that persist to this day. The successors of colonized regions inherited weakened political structures and depleted resources, incapacitating their capacity for sustainable development. This historical legacy manifests in contemporary global inequalities, in wealth distribution, accessibility to basic services and rights, and opportunities for empowerment. Rolling into the twentieth century, globalization and neoliberal economic policies further exacerbated these disparities, deepening the divide between the global north, the wealthier industrialized nations, and the global south, the underprivileged developing countries, the underprivileged developing countries. There was a clear imbalance in this new world order, with wealth and power consolidated in the hands of a few. The world wars over this timeline marked turning points in the global human rights movement. Post-World War II, the Universal Declaration of Human Rights came into existence, establishing a global normative framework of fundamental rights. This pivotal milestone symbolized the collective global intention to prevent the recurrence of past atrocities. However, the global disparities entrenched in the socio-economic fabric persisted, undermining the universal application of these rights. In essence, the interplay of global inequalities and human rights struggles is interwoven into the fabric of our collective history. Today the challenge remains to alleviate these inequalities and ensure respect for human rights in their entirety. The collective aim must be to foster inclusivity and equality in our increasingly interconnected yet diverse world. Part 2. 
the scope and scale of global inequalities. Today we delve into the scope and scale of global inequalities, canvassing an array of disparities that permeate our world in the guise of wealth and income, education and health care. The chasm between the richest and the poorest globally is both staggering and intensifying. Oxfam reports that the richest 1% bagged 82% of the wealth created in 2017, leaving the poorest 50% with nothing. The World Inequality Report states that the top 0.1% of the population has captured as much growth as the bottom half. This hampers poverty reduction, fuels societal frustrations, undermines democracy, and intensifies political instability. Income inequality is a prime contributor to wealth inequality. It varies significantly across the globe, reflecting overarching structures and policies in different societies. In many developing nations, the gulf is exacerbated by rampant informal employment and wage disparities. Developed economies, on the other hand, grapple with disparities in the distribution of capital income. Transitioning to the inequality in education. Universal primary education remains an unfulfilled goal in many parts of the world. UNESCO posits that 17 of adults globally, two-thirds of whom are women, are illiterate. Inequalities are also pronounced in access to and the quality of higher education, which typically provide social and economic mobility. The potential for education to be a great leveler is thwarted by the reproduction of social inequalities through educational systems. For instance, school funding in the U.S. is often based on local taxes and leads to schools in wealthier districts having more resources. Finally, we consider healthcare inequality a vivid manifestation of global disparities. Despite being a fundamental human right, access to healthcare services varies greatly worldwide. The World Health Organization reports that while in high-income countries almost everyone has access to basic healthcare, only 30 to 50s of people in Africa and Southeast Asia have this crucial access. These disparities result from a complex mixture of socioeconomic factors such as income, education, geography. For example, those in rural areas often have less access to services than those in urban areas. Moreover, even when healthcare is accessible, differences exist in the quality of care. This can drastically affect health outcomes in areas such as infant mortality or the ability to combat diseases like HIV/AIDS or malaria. Unraveling these dimensions of inequality, it becomes clear that they are not isolated phenomena, but intersecting strands in the global tapestry of inequality. Income inequality can rescind access to quality education and health care, and limited educational opportunities can, in turn, restrict earning prospects, trapping individuals and communities in a relentless cycle of inequality. While the disparities are stark, the insidious nature of such inequalities is that they tend to be normalized or internalized, thereby undermining struggles for equality. This panorama of global inequality underscores the urgent need for robust and informed discussions on how resources are shared within human societies, discussions that shape the fundamental fabric of our global community. Part 3. Systemic Inequalities and Their Origins To delve into the origins of global inequality, a historical lens is required. Arguably, the profound impact of colonization on systemic inequalities cannot be overstated. The transcontinental exploitation and subjugation of indigenous people by imperial powers during the age of colonization resulted in the vast extraction of wealth and resources that fortified the imperial nations while impoverishing the colonized. 
This historical stratification perpetuates generational cycles of poverty, social marginalization, and powerlessness. The legacies of European colonialism in Africa, Asia, and the Americas, for example, birthed a lopsided global economic system, shaped modern borders, and significantly influenced cultural and societal norms. The repercussions today are often evidenced in economically underdeveloped former colonies that continue to grapple with political instability, social fragmentation, and poor human rights conditions. Next, wars and conflicts share a symbiotic relationship with global inequalities. Historical events such as World Wars I and II, as well as more localized conflicts like the Rwandan Genocide and the ongoing Syrian Civil War, have both been influenced by and further compounded existing inequalities. Wars often devastate vital infrastructure necessary for social and economic stability, increase refugee populations, and displace individuals from their established livelihoods. The resources used to wage wars could be redirected towards addressing wealth, disparity, poverty, and education gaps. Furthermore, the aftermath of wars often sees power concentrated in the hands of a few, leading to increased social and economic disparities. The phenomena of economic globalization has brought about a seismic shift in the world's economic paradigm with palpable impacts on global inequalities. While it has created wealth by expanding markets, increasing competition, and promoting consumerism, it has also exacerbated the disparity between the haves and have-nots, often compounding inequality on a global scale. Industrially advanced nations and multinational corporations predominantly located in the global north stand to benefit most from economic globalization. Their economic advantages trickle down to their citizens, promoting a higher standard of living, better education, and improved health care. Conversely, developing nations, primarily in the global south, find themselves entrenched in unequal economic relations, leading to exploitative labor conditions, environmental degradation, and economization of basic human rights. Navigating the web of systemic inequalities and their origins mandates a comprehensive understanding of history and the echoing impacts of colonization, wars, and economic globalization. It is a grim reminder that moving towards a more equitable world requires not just understanding and acknowledging these origins, but also actively dismantling the systems perpetrating these inequalities. Part 4. Economic Consequences of Global Inequalities when considering the economic consequences of global inequalities, it is essential to acknowledge three key points. The extreme polarization of wealth and poverty, the severe exploitation of labor around the world, as well as capital flight, and tax evasion as tools of economic disparity. Firstly, the world has seen an alarming concentration of wealth at the top, accompanied by entrenched and often worsening levels of poverty at the base. According to Oxfam, the 26 richest people on earth hold the same wealth as the poorest 50%. That's 3.8 billion people. This extreme wealth inequality makes it hard for those in poverty to rise above, as opportunities are often sequestered by the rich, creating a replicating cycle of inequality. Extreme poverty, defined as living on less than $1.90 per day by World Bank standards, is a condition suffered by nearly 10% of the world's population. Graves of economic struggles underpin this divide, threatening human rights as people lack the financial resources to secure their basic needs, including food, housing, and health care. Secondly, labor exploitation, defined as the use of workers in more economically developed countries, 
without proper remuneration or appreciation for their work, broadens the economic divide. This exploitation appears in multiple forms, including child labour, forced labour, and precarious working conditions lacking security, benefits, and working rights. The International Labour Organization estimates that 25 million people are trapped in forced labour, and 152 million are subjected to child labour worldwide. Such exploitation undermines these individuals' human rights, particularly pertaining to fair wages, safe working conditions, and freedom from discrimination. Finally, the role of capital flight and tax evasion in perpetuating global economic inequalities must be critically examined. Capital flight refers to the movement of money and other assets out of a country to seek safer havens abroad. This becomes problematic when national resources, which could be used for public investments such as education, health care, and infrastructure, depreciate because of money being moved out of the country. Concurrently, tax evasion enables the wealthy to avoid paying their fair share, starving governments of revenue that could be invested in reducing inequalities. Tax Justice Network estimated that globally countries lose over $427 billion in tax each year to international corporate tax abuse and private tax evasion. These practices further exacerbate wealth inequality and undermine human rights by depriving states of the resources needed to fulfill their human rights obligations to their citizens. Understanding these economic consequences of global inequality is crucial, not just as an academic exercise, but as a call to action for economic justice and human rights. As we continue to venture deeper into this topic, we must keep these considerations in mind, understanding how they shape our world and, more importantly, what we can do to create a more just and equitable global society. Part 5. Sociocultural Consequences of Global Inequalities Integral to comprehending the kaleidoscope of global inequalities, one must delve into the socio-cultural consequences that these disparities disgorge. At the forefront of these dilemmas lies gender inequality, an enduring issue that no country, regardless of wealth or development, has managed to transcend completely. The spectrum of gender inequalities is extensive, ranging from restricted access to education and health care to the glass ceiling in employment opportunities. The consequent socio-economic disadvantages are profound and ripple outwards, affecting families, communities, and societies. But as we peek through the complex tapestry of social dynamics, we uncover a deeper, intricate narrative. Intersectionality, a term first coined by Kimberlo Crenshaw in 1989, which explains how elements such as race, ethnicity, religion, and culture can overlap, exerting multiple layers of discrimination or advantage. For example, a woman from a minority ethnic group may experience triple-fold marginalization attributed to her gender, her ethnicity, and perhaps her socio-economic status. Intersectionality elucidates the nuanced dimensions of global inequality, showing us that the lived experiences of individuals are complex and multifaceted. A galling manifestation of intersectionality and a root cause of global inequality is social exclusion, a societal process by which certain groups are disbarred from rights, opportunities, and resources that are generally accessible to members of a society. As such, social exclusion fosters economic and social disparities, entrenching marginalized communities in a cycle of poverty wherein they are denied social services, education, and employment opportunities. This exclusion often stems from ingrained social norms and societal attitudes born out of prejudice and discrimination. Prejudice and discrimination, by definition, 
are socially learned behaviors that often serve to underscore deep-rooted power structures. Discrimination further escalates the challenges faced by already marginalized populations and hinders their social and economic advancement. From biases around race, religious beliefs, and cultural practices, discrimination creates additional roadblocks for those seeking to break free from the chains of inequality. In understanding these socio-cultural ramifications, we realize the breadth and depth of global inequality. It is a convoluted labyrinth extending far beyond mere economic imbalances. The implications of inequality transcend socio-economic spheres, bleeding into the cultural, political, and even psychological dimensions of global societies. Yet in acknowledging its multidimensional character, we can begin to address inequality in all its forms more effectively. The battle against global inequality is not merely fought in the economic arena, but also, crucially, in our society's institutions and in our hearts and minds. It is by understanding these socio-cultural manifestations that we may begin to unpick the tangle of inequality and strive toward a world that values every individual's rights and dignity. Part 6. Environmental Inequality Environmental Inequality A lesser examined but palpable aspect of global inequality underscores the uneven distribution of environmental benefits and burdens among different population groups. It includes facets ranging from access to natural resources, exposure to pollutants, to the impact of climate change and their inequitable contributions. Climate change, the defining crisis of our time, brings into sharp focus a glaring inequality. While the global north, including wealthier industrialized nations, have historically contributed the majority of greenhouse gas emissions, it is the global south, often with the least carbon footprint, facing the harshest consequences Rising sea levels threaten the livelihoods of those in low-lying island nations. Patterns of drought and flooding disrupt farming communities in the developing world. And increasingly severe tropical storms wreak havoc on some of the world's poorest countries. Climate change is thus an economic and social rights issue, revealing stark disparities in wealth, technology, and adaptive capabilities amongst nations. Extraction of natural resources, a core component of global economic functioning, further highlights the need for environmental justice within the discussion of inequality. Mining, deforestation, overfishing, all activities primarily driven by the economically powerful global north often occur in the global south, leading to loss of traditional lands, destruction of ecosystems and pollution of ecosystems and pollution of air and water sources. Those most vulnerable, the indigenous communities, the rural poor and racial or ethnic minorities, bear the brunt of these activities, even as they reap minimal benefits. This pattern reflects a broader systematic inequality where the resource-rich are often economically disadvantaged, their voices unheard or undermined in policy-making processes. The global North and South divide traditionally alluded to economic and social disparities, but is gaining increasing importance in the environmental context. The North, characterized by better technology and financial resources, often dictates global environmental policies disregarding local knowledge and practices, creating a one-size-fits-all model that doesn't quite fit. This power dynamic reinforces a neo-colonial narrative where certain voices dominate while others are silenced. Reducing environmental inequality necessitates cross-sectional cooperation, integrating civil, political, social, and economic rights. 
It requires recognizing the link between inequalities in resource distribution, clout in decision-making, and differences in susceptibility and adaptability to environmental risks. Efforts should not just aim at buffering impacts, but also at understanding and correcting root causes, redefining who has the right to access, use, and benefit from natural resources, examining how decisions are made in environmental policies, and ensuring that communities most affected by environmental disruptions have the resources to adapt, survive, and thrive. In essence, it is an endeavor to restructure the global North and South narrative from division to collaboration, where environmental justice can serve as a bridge, not a barrier. This struggle is integral to any discourse on global inequalities and human rights. It calls for a transformative vision that transcends the dichotomy of sustainable development and economic progress, combining them into a singular path that directs towards a just, equitable world. Part 7. Overview of Human Rights at the heart of the topic on global inequalities and human rights struggles is the unquestionably core human tenet, human rights. These rights, universal and undeniable, are often thwarted due to glaring differences in societies, economies, and cultures across the globe. The Universal Declaration of Human Rights, UD, formulated in the aftermath of the Second World War in 1948, enshrines the inalienable rights belonging to all individuals regardless of their race, color, religion, sex, nationality, or any other distinction. This historic document, authored by representatives with different judicial and cultural backgrounds from all regions of the world, remains the cornerstone of modern human rights. Painstakingly inclusive and egalitarian, the UDA provides the basis for the objective of equality and non-discrimination in the human rights discourse. However, to merely understand human rights through Ud-Ud is to get a glimpse of its vast and complex nature. International human rights law, a set of laws established by the United Nations, interlaces with Udr to uphold the dignity and equality of individuals worldwide. This legal structure ensures that governments have the responsibility to protect, respect, and fulfill human rights while providing a protocol for individuals and groups to take legitimate steps when these rights are denied or violated. Broadly simplified, human rights can be categorized into civil, political, economic, and social rights. Emerging from the rubble of war-torn Europe, the importance of civil and political rights was quickly recognized. These included the right to life, prohibition of torture, freedom of speech, right to a fair trial, and more. Civil and political rights primarily hinge upon freedoms from, typically from oppressive features of state authorities. However, as societies matured and the landscape of inequalities diversified, the importance of economic, social, and cultural rights emerged. These pertain to fascinatingly diverse themes such as the right to freely pursue economic activity, the right to education, adequate housing, health, and a satisfying quality of life. Essentially focusing on freedoms, too, these rights signpost the positive and active role that a state or establishment ought to play in provisioning the necessary conditions for a full, dignified life. The respect, protection, and fulfillment of all these rights are paramount to reducing global inequalities and empowering individuals' capabilities. The lack of these rights often disproportionately impacts socially, economically, and politically marginalized sections, thereby reinforcing and even exacerbating global inequalities. Hence, 
The struggle for upholding human rights intrinsically intertwines with addressing these inequalities, a saga of basic dignity and social justice that unfurls in various forms across different societies around the globe. As we venture further into this riveting discourse on human rights and inequality, it is essential to remember that these concepts are neither abstract nor distant. They are the bedrock of an equitable society, the yardstick of human progress, and the beacon guiding us through the thorny path of striking inequality. Our understanding of human rights and its evident link to global inequalities informs our approach to tackle these disparities and crusade for a world where human rights are not just a utopian ideal, but a vivid reality for everyone, universally. Part 8. Case Studies of Human Rights Violations Related to Inequality in an exploration of the diverse manifestations of inequality, we descend upon the third focal point of this discourse. Case studies of human rights violations linked to inequality. Understanding the interplay between systemic inequality and human rights abuses is critical in developing a comprehensive view of global disparities. This nexus is captured vividly in three disparate yet interwoven narratives, access to education, hunger and poverty, and armed conflict, Education is a fundamental human right that unfortunately continues to be compromised by systemic inequality. The spread of education across the globe is far from uniform, with gaps most prevalent in low-income regions, remote areas, and conflict-stricken zones. For instance, sub-Saharan Africa exhibits high illiteracy rates and gender disparities in education, reflective of entrenched socioeconomic inequalities and cultural norms that preference boys. Similarly, children of migrants, refugees, and ethnic minorities often encounter barriers to education in wealthy nations, a stark indicator of inequalities within societies. A natural corollary of acute socioeconomic inequality is the specter of hunger and extreme poverty. It is estimated that just under 10% of the world population, some 690 million people, suffer from chronic undernourishment. Across Africa, Latin America, and Asia, the right to food is regularly violated due to unequal power dynamics, discriminatory food distribution systems, and poverty. The vivid image of famished children and undernourished adults, particularly in war-torn regions such as Yemen, Somalia, and South Sudan, underscores the urgent need to address the causal link between inequality and the right to food. The culmination of the brutal interface of inequality and human rights abuses is often observed in scenarios of conflict. Armed conflicts disproportionately affect the most vulnerable populations who suffer hardship, exacerbated by pre-existing barriers of socio-economic capacities, gender and ethnicity. Rebel movements such as Boko Haram in Nigeria or the sectarian wars in Iraq and Syria have capitalized on local inequalities to recruit followers while unleashing waves of human rights abuses, including torture, sexual violations, and indiscriminate killings. The impact of conflict on human rights is complex, often deepening socio-economic inequalities and creating new categories of marginalization. While chronicles of human rights abuses may breed pessimism, it is pertinent to remember that these violations do not occur in a vacuum. They are products of entrenched systemic inequalities. This realization is both daunting and hopeful. Daunting because of the enormity of the challenge inequality poses to human rights culture globally. Hopeful because knowing the causative relationships between inequalities and human rights violations gives us the opportunity to address them effectively. 
The requisite corrective interventions must then be predicated on the belief that systemic transformation is not only possible but also urgently needed. We now turn to another pressing dimension of inequality and human rights. Gender disparities, as we continue unfolding this vast tapestry of global inequalities. Part 9. Human Rights Struggles and Movements Our journey towards understanding global inequalities and human rights carries us, inevitably, to the foot of key historical human rights movements. These movements, born out of shared struggle and opposition against oppressive systems, are stark examples of the human capability to strive for justice in the face of severe inequality. The civil rights movement in the United States is a profound testament to this. This struggle, which occurred in the heart of the twentieth century, mobilized a nation and changed the social fabric. African Americans fought against racial segregation, disenfranchisement, and unequal opportunities in all areas of life. Figures like Martin Luther King, Jr., Rosa Parks, and countless others transformed public consciousness. Their successes lay in landmark legislation such as the Civil Rights Act and Voting Rights Act, but more so their legacy continues to shape the discourse on racial inequality and discrimination today. On another continent, the fight against apartheid in South Africa provides another illuminating example. The institutionalized racial segregation and white supremacy regime that dominated South Africa from 1948 empowered an all-encompassing resistance movement. Led by figures like Nelson Mandela, Oliver Tambo, and Archbishop Desmond Tutu, the anti-apartheid movement was a protracted struggle marked by sacrifice. Its victorious end in 1994, when South Africa held its first multiracial elections, sent a powerful message to the world that human rights are indivisible and that justice, while sometimes delayed, is undeniable. A third, broader struggle persists today, the indigenous rights movement. This spans continents from the Aboriginal peoples of Australia, Maoris in New Zealand, Native American tribes in the United States, to the Sami people in Scandinavia and beyond. Each of these groups, united in a global movement, seeks recognition for their rights to land, resources, culture, identity, and self-determination. They remind us that while their struggles may be rooted in colonization's historic injustices, their fight is far from historical. Inequality remains entrenched in systems that dismiss or exploit indigenous rights. Together, these movements—the civil rights in America, anti-apartheid in South Africa, and the ongoing indigenous rights movement globally—illustrate how local struggles can resonate universally, tug at our shared humanity, and rechart the course of history. These movements have shown how collective action rooted in the belief in integral human dignity and equality, can combat systemic inequalities and advocate for human rights. They have gone beyond local significance, reminding us all that the fight for equality is a global responsibility. Against the backdrop of these movements, we see that inequality and human rights violations are not insurmountable, but require the bridled courage and resolve demonstrated by those who rose and continue to rise against them. Part 10 the role of international organizations in tackling inequality and upholding human rights. International organizations play a pivotal role in striving toward equality and championing human rights. The United Nations, UN, World Bank, International Monetary Fund, IMF, and numerous non-government organizations, NGOs, and advocacy groups serve as stalwarts in the fight against global inequalities. The UN, with its mandate to maintain international peace and security, has a robust human rights framework. 
Amid the ruins of World War II, the UN adopted the Universal Declaration of Human Rights in 1948 to preserve an individual's basic rights and freedom. From monitoring gross human rights violations to hosting international dialogues on racial discrimination, women's rights or migrants' rights, the UN consistently reaffirms its commitment to human rights. Its various agencies, such as UNIC, EF UNESCO, and who strive to diminish inequalities in education, health, and socio-economic opportunities through their global program. On the financial front, the World Bank and IMF play a significant role in managing economic inequality. These twin Bretton Woods institutions were created to ensure economic stability and prevent the kind of economic turbulence that led to the 1930s Great Depression. The World Bank targets poverty reduction by providing loans for developmental projects in economically disadvantaged nations, while the IMF aims to ensure monetary stability. They have often been criticized for their conditionalities and their lack of accountability, but reforms have been initiated to make these institutions more responsive to emerging global concerns, including income equality and climate change. Finally, the role of NGOs and advocacy groups in spotlighting and reducing inequality and championing human rights cannot be overstated. Amnesty International, Human Rights Watch, and Oxfam, to name a few, hold governments accountable, bring attention to ignored conflicts, advocate for policy changes, and provide platforms for the disenfranchised to voice their concerns. Their grassroots approach allows these organizations to be effective change-makers, amplifying voices that would otherwise fall on deaf ears. However, this is not to say that these institutions are without flaws. Critics argue that there is a considerable gap between the policies put forward by these organizations and their implementation. Additionally, the dominance of Western nations in these international organizations is a contentious issue and is often seen as perpetuating existing inequalities. In the end, the approach of these international organizations in tackling inequality and upholding human rights has to be holistic, democratic, and transparent, cutting across political, economic, and social spheres. They are a significant piece of the global framework to combat inequalities and uphold human rights, but the responsibility is collectively shared with nations, communities, and individuals worldwide. Part 11. Strategies to Address Global Inequalities and Uphold Human Rights Strategies to address global inequalities and uphold human rights are critical for building a more equitable and compassionate world. These strategies fall broadly into three categories. Economic reforms, inclusive social policies and actions for climate justice and sustainability. Regarding economic reforms, they must be instituted to rectify the stark disparities in wealth distribution. Progressive taxation, wherein the rich are taxed more than the poor can be an effective mechanism for wealth redistribution. Moreover, we have to address illicit financial activities such as capital flight and tax evasion, which unfairly benefit the wealthy at the expense of the poor. The reform should also focus on eliminating exploitative labor practices and advocating for living wages across the globe. In tandem with economic reforms, social policies promoting inclusivity are needed. These encompass wide-ranging measures aimed at ameliorating social exclusions often resulting from gender, race, religion, age, and disability. Education, considered the greatest equalizer, should be accessible to everyone independent of their social and economic status. Social safety nets and health care access must be enhanced, ensuring that no one is disadvantaged due to a lack of opportunities or resources. 
Moreover, affirmative action policies can help marginalized communities gain better representation in decision-making positions, therein fostering a more equitable society. Further, the normalization of diversity and tolerance should be actively encouraged in society, education and media to fight discrimination and ensure social cohesion. Addressing environmental inequality is a critical piece of the inequality puzzle. As the world's poorest often bear the brunt of climate change effects despite contributing the least to global warming, climate justice and sustainable development strategies should be integral components of any inequality-addressing framework. Upholding climate justice entails provisioning the affected communities with necessary resources and platform to partake in the discussions and decisions regarding environmental safeguards. Sustainable development should be pushed, promoting an economic growth model that respects environmental boundaries and fosters social inclusion. This involves encouraging green technologies, reducing waste and promoting consumption and production patterns that use resources judiciously and responsibly. Not only will embracing these strategies help the fight against climate change, but they can also create better opportunities for decent work and economic activities, thereby addressing economic inequality. Last but not least, it's vital to consider rights to clean air, water, and a healthy environment as human rights and preserve them diligently and enact appropriate environmental laws and regulations. By acknowledging and enforcing such rights and laws, we can underscore the interconnectedness between environmental justice, human rights, and global inequality. The path to reducing global inequalities and upholding human rights can undoubtedly seem convoluted and daunting. But with the right strategies in place, it is a journey we can embark on confidently. As we contemplate these strategies, let us remember that at their core lies the essence of human compassion and empathy, underscoring our collective responsibility to ensure a world that respects the dignity and worth of every individual. In the end, the fight against inequality is not necessarily about creating a world where everyone has an equal share, but rather about creating a world where everyone has an equal chance. Part 12 Role of Individuals in Addressing Global Inequalities and Upholding Human Rights Global inequalities, embedded deep within our socio-economic and political structures, present a Herculean challenge to human rights. And yet, it lies within our collective reality that every individual holds a significant strength in this fight. This strength that we possess can be channeled through several practical avenues. Advocacy and activism, conscious consumption and sustainable living and corporations endorsing social responsibility. Advocacy and activism create a powerful ripple of change, reminding us of the celebrated statement by anthropologist Margaret Mead. Never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it's the only thing that ever has. The civil rights movement, the fight for 15 campaign for a living wage, climate change activism spearheaded by Greta Thunberg, all mirror the power of individuals uniting their voices against inequality. Creating awareness, breaking societal silences, and cultivating political pressure, advocacy and activism become formidable tools toward tipping the scales of power, urging systemic changes that uphold human rights. Next. As individuals nestled within global capitalism, our influence extends to the marketplace. Conscious consumption and sustainable living are individuals' quiet yet profound statements against inequalities of labor, environment, and human rights. 
choosing fair trade products, prioritizing companies, practicing ethical manufacturing, or reducing our carbon footprints, we can leverage the market towards corporations that uphold human rights and equality. Consumer spending and lifestyle choices thus turn into robust statements of resistance against global systems perpetuating inequality. Thirdly, individuals can propel change via the platform of corporate social responsibility CESR. Those working within capitalist systems can leverage corporations toward becoming agents of change. Esther initiatives support a gamut of causes from labor rights and environmental responsibility to advocating for equality and human rights. From Sheryl Sandberg's lean-in movement tackling gender inequality within corporate America to Paul Pullman's sustainability agenda at Unilever, individuals can employ their positions within corporate power structures to foster human rights and challenge inequalities. As we journey along these avenues of advocacy, conscious demeanor, and impactful employment, individuals can become indispensable agents fostering an equitable world, and these efforts do not exist in isolation. They intermix and influence each other, uniting to compose a symphony of change, where activism stirs conscious consumption, conscious consumption pushes businesses to reform, and people within these businesses become sources of impact. Thus, while the struggle against global inequalities and for the respect of human rights often feels a monumental task, it is essential to recognize the significant role every individual can play. We each hold a portion of this complex puzzle. Our voices, choices, and actions have the capability to shape the world towards an equal and just future. Part 13. Challenges in Addressing Global Inequalities and Upholding Human Rights in this section, we turn our attention to the formidable hurdles in addressing global inequalities and upholding human rights. Tackling these issues is a more significant challenge than ever, given the deeply entrenched and multifaceted interplay between economic disparity, social justice, and international politics. Political and economic resistance is perhaps the most tangible barrier. Inequality serves the interest of dominant economic and political powers perpetuating the status quo of wealth concentration and systemic oppression. Existing power structures, including but not limited to government apparatus, multinational corporations, and international financial institutions can be disinclined to instigate real, tangible change. The wealthier and more influential entities become the greater their power to swindle economic and social systems and to hinder socio-economic reforms beneficial to those in poverty. A related issue is national sovereignty, which can complicate international efforts. Every state has the right to govern its own affairs, a principle deeply embedded in international law. This can present a challenge when combating issues such as human rights abuses, which often require international intervention. Further, the economic pressure applied by powerful states on less developed countries can exacerbate inequality either by enforcing unfair trade practices or by imposing stringent austerity measures that disproportionately affect those already in poverty. In addition to these systemic barriers, cultural and social obstacles also play a pivotal role in exasperating inequality. For instance, deep-seated prejudice and discriminatory practices can impede the accessibility of rights and opportunities to certain demographic groups. Ethnically, religiously, or gender-based discrimination can repress the potential and stifle the progress of marginalized communities. Moreover, cultural norms and societal values significantly influence individuals' life chances. 
Prevailing attitudes towards gender and sexuality can infringe on individuals' rights to work, education and health care, contributing to disproportionate levels of poverty and proving detrimental to human potential. Finally, we must recognize that persistent systemic inequalities continue to exacerbate the challenge. Historical imbalances wrought by colonization, global conflicts and economic globalization have created a foundation of inequality that permeates societies worldwide. These disparities have been so normalized over generations that they are often overlooked, dismissed or justified. These systemic inequalities often embed discriminatory practices and ideologies within institutions that, in turn, reinforce the cycle of social exclusion and economic injustice. They also hinder efforts toward systemic change as they manifest in multiple interconnected forms and involve deeply entrenched, often hidden power relations. Addressing global inequalities and upholding human rights is a monumental task due to these political, economic, social and systemic resistances. Understanding these barriers and seeking to dismantle them is a crucial part of the march toward a more equitable and just global society. Part 14. Concluding Thoughts on Global Inequalities and Human Rights Struggles as we delve into the final contours of global inequality and human rights struggles, it is important to introspect on our journey so far. The strides we have taken and the potholes we've stumbled upon, we have identified the extent of global inequalities across income, education, health care, and even the environment. We have traced their origins to colonization, wars, and economic globalization, spelled out economic and socio-cultural consequences, turned our gaze to human rights violations, and touched the hard truth of gender inequalities. Finally, we pondered over the role of international organizations, strategies to combat these issues and the resistance that poses as a challenge. It's clear from our journey that the struggle against global inequalities and for human rights is a complex, multi-dimensional issue, and progress has been, at best, inconsistent. While important strides are being made, the proliferation of international human rights law, the growth of movements calling for gender and economic equity and increased recognition of intersectionality and the role of systemic practices in sustaining these inequalities, significant challenges remain. Extreme poverty persists. Wealth remains inexplicably concentrated. Discrimination shapes access to resources and opportunities and systemic forces continue to reproduce inequality. Simply put, our current global system is inadequately equipped to fully address these issues. Despite all these challenges and frustrations, there is an underlying context that we must not lose sight of, the inseparable link between human rights and global inequalities. Human rights are about fairness, justice, and dignity for all, providing the normative framework to tackle global inequalities. Conversely, inequalities manifest in various ways. Wealth, opportunities, access to resources, and more often result in severe human rights infringements. Therefore, any attempt to tackle inequalities must consider the human rights perspective, and any human rights advocacy should factor in the inherent and pervasive inequalities that undermine these rights. It's a complex yet symbiotic relationship where one cannot effectively exist without addressing the other. Looking ahead, we can envision a future where these struggles do not hold the same weight they do today. A future where systemic inequalities are recognized and actively addressed by global governance bodies where human rights are not just ideals, 
but practiced realities, and where every individual, irrespective of their background or identity, can access opportunities and live a life of dignity. However, achieving this future isn't a task for certain groups or entities. It's a collective responsibility, an endeavor that requires commitment from international organizations, state actors, civil society movements, corporations, and, importantly, individuals. All of us have a role to play in shaping our discourse, interrogating our systems, tearing down barriers, and rebuilding a world that values fairness, justice, and human dignity above all. Ultimately, while the struggles for human rights and against global inequality seem like a daunting task, history evinces that change is possible. So as daunting as the journey might be, it only underlines the urgency and significance of the path we, as a global community, need to tread. This concludes our podcast titled Global Inequalities and Human Rights Struggles. We hope to see you again on our next installment of Professor Lan A.I. Explores Humanity. Thank you.